I was relaying a story earlier today to clients or a client about the distinction amongst selfish, totally liberal, and somewhere in between. My story involved my parents, my mother and father, as my brother and I grew up, lived the life of, for lack of a better way to put it, extravagance. My father and my mother were and are the salt of the earth. There's no other way to describe them. My father has been gone, died, within the last four to five years. My mother lives with me in our condo in Palm Springs. When my father died, it was devastating to say the least. I did not realize how I would deal with the anticipation of someone dying. I'm here to tell you that, you know, you can be prepared, but when it happens, it happens in a totally different way than you imagine. Go with it. Deal with it. That's death and dying. Utilize all of the feelings for which we were blessed. That's the only way that I can describe it. Now, let's go back to Oh, where I tried to start with this whole podcast. My father died. My mother was living in a mobile home that I bought for the both of them so they could live in peace and satisfaction with their life because after all, They did for me and my brother growing up. Why wouldn't I do for them? And I've had so many people say, you're such a good son. Well, yes, actually, I am a good son because my parents taught me to be a good son. So it was instinctual. And it is now. My mother lives with me in Palm Springs. And I love it. And I hate it. And there are good times. And there are tumultuous times. But I mean, come on. Imagine living with your mother. Mothers are 
meant to be a certain way. They're meant to be mothers and children, regardless of how old they are, are meant to be children. And we say, okay, I appreciate your motherly compassion, but I'm an adult now. I can make my own decisions. And so there's that fine balance of being an adult and making your own decisions and living with your mother. Or I like the I like the fact that I said living with my mother. And the only pinch that I feel from that is haters using that against me to say I'm worthless because I live with my mother. No bitch, my mother lives with me. Don't try to use that against me. I'm not going to go into the detail about that, but those of you who know me and know the ignorant who would say something like that will understand. But my mother doesn't live with me and I don't live with my mother. We live together in harmony. This is our home. (laughs) And therein lies the issue. We both have our understandings of how our home should function. But isn't that the way? And isn't that understandable? I love it. Mother and son and son and mother are understanding each other on a daily basis. And it's fantastic. Let me stop right now to go back and listen as to why I started this podcast in the very first second. Hold on. Ah, yes. I realized where the story was going. My mother and father lived a life of wonderfulness. That's the only way that I can describe it. My father retired from the military after 22 years. We landed in Southern California, San Diego, Calle Gaviota, if you want to get precise. And we lived the life. Eventually, our family decided to purchase a home on Calle Tocan. I think my parents paid like $22,000 for it back in the day, what, 19, early 1970s. 
We had a pool put in. We had it landscaped. It was beautiful. My parents always, always made or tried to make me and my brother feel special. My father was so generous. He bought the bar. He paid for cruises. He went on trips with my mother and their best friends, Rita and Bill. My brother and I wanted for nothing. It was fantastic. Jump to the bubble bursting in what, 2008? Something along those lines. The house that my parents paid for for like $22,000 now was in debt for approximately $345,000. What? Well, come to discover that my father, the generous and loving and wonderful man that he was and who will, I will always remember to be, would charge on the credit card, charge on the credit card, and charge on the credit card, and then refinance the house, get the money, pay off the credit card, and then continue to charge on the credit card. Now, it makes me wonder what somebody listening to this story thinks about that. And you're entitled to think about it however you want to. But I remember sitting in the car with my father. <laughs> this is such a weird story because I was presenting it to a client earlier today. I was sitting in the driver's seat in the car. My father was sitting in the passenger seat in the car. My mother was pumping gas into the car as my father and I were sitting in the car. It seems even weird to say that at the time, but my mother wanted to pump the gas and my father and I were sitting in the car and that was just the way that it went. So, okay. So my father said to me that he felt shame for disappointing the family. And I asked him, why do you feel shame for disappointing the family? And he said, because I let the family down because he lost the family home. I understand where he was coming from, but remember, I lived in the Bay Area. 
and I retired early so that I could come home and be in Southern California and live in the condo that I owned in Palm Springs because my father was sick and he was dying. And I looked at my father and I said, you know what? You did it right. So many people save up their money and their wishes and their dreams and their fantasies for when they're older. Never understanding or realizing the realities of life. I told my father, perhaps you did it right. You lived your life to your fullest, to your fullest, with mother's fullest, with me and my brother's fullest, and everyone who came into contact with us. Because my father was the most generous individual I've ever known. And now he's sitting in the car feeling shame for living his life? No. I told him, you lived your life. Now put it into perspective. You're sick. And you're fighting for your life. Now, if you would have saved up your money and your finances until you got into your later life, you would never have been able to do everything that you did before because you're sick and you're not able to do so. So dad, you did it right. And more people need to understand. We need to do our lives right. Based on our circumstances. And what I was expressing to a client today. Based on the fact of. One extreme. To another extreme. To the middle extreme. Is that. We shouldn't contemplate extremes. My brother got so upset with my mother and my father because of the way that he interpreted their life's decisions that he decided to become, for lack of a better way to put it, a Scrooge. Somebody who saves saves money, puts money away, doesn't want to go on vacations, doesn't want to allow his family to go on vacations because he's got to put money away for my niece's wedding. His wife needs to work because she needs to bring in income because he's so afraid of succumbing to his perception 
of what happened to my mother and my father. Illegitimate, so wrong, everybody makes their own decisions in life. My father and my mother made their decisions and they lived their life the best way that they knew how. And my brother and I never wanted for anything. My brother, on the other hand, is living his life in a way that is making him the most miserable person because how he's deciding to live his life. He's going to be old and frail without any memories of any happiness, of any travels, or any happiness that he's decided to live in his life. And that makes me sad, but that's his life. And then I, on the other hand, have decided to fall somewhere in the middle. I saved my money because I know that money saved is important. But I also realize that money spent is important. I want to live a happy life. I want to live a fulfilled life. I have my timeshare. I pay my money each month. A lot of people would say, why are you spending your money on a timeshare? Because I can, number one. And number two, because that timeshare is allowing me, when I decide to make the decision to go anywhere in the world that I want to, because I'm paying for my timeshare. I'm putting my money aside because I want a financial security. But I also want to be able to tap into certain financial savings to say, you know what? I'm tired of looking at that fan Yes, I said fan on my floor that's only half blowing air on me. I want a new fan. So I can go to Amazon.com and buy a fan for $35. That will do exactly what I expect it to do. But then I see this bright yellow fan It's $110, but it's going to bring me happiness. A bright yellow fan on my floor, blowing glorious air and looking beautiful all at the same time. Now let me think about it. I'm not going to charge it to my Amazon.com charge card because that's the easy way out. So now I need to decide, am I going to charge it to my savings in one of my accounts? 
do I really want that yellow fan? Yes, I really want that yellow fan. That brings me joy. That brings me happiness. That's not going to be something that is going to keep me away from enjoying my life. The story went all over the place, and I'm hoping that you're following me in the moral to the story. We all need to prepare for life. That means saving. That means investing. That means looking out for our well-being. But it also means taking chances and enjoying life. It's a balance. It's a healthy balance. But it's a balance that each of us is able to maintain if we look at it in a very healthy way. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. I've lived my life. Till next time.